0: Welcome to the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast, a bachelor podcast, and part of the fan-sided podcast network. Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of Can I Steal You for a Second? I'm Ashley Young, joined by Natalie Zamora we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Bachelor Nation has been at the forefront of the news the past few weeks. We made it to hometown. It's been a chaotic season. It's been an eye-opening season, and we're going to talk all about it in this episode, and we hope you join us for the journey. Just a reminder that the Can I Sell You For A Second podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide.
1: Yeah, so you might be wondering why Ashley and I are talking about Manscaped when, you know, it's traditionally for men. I guess women could use it elsewhere, but it is for men. But, um, I mean, the products sound great if, you know, you want to give a gift to the man in your life, want to send some Signals to say, hey, clean, clean up down there. Um, Manscaped is probably your best bet. So it has it's created the best ball hair trimmer ever called the Lawn Mower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. In addition, this trimmer comes with an LED light for more precise shave and is waterproof to make your shower shave clean and easy. That sounds really, really convenient and nice. Um, The Lawn 3.0 also comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which comes with everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. So pretty much the best company you can get for these type of products. Yeah, and if you guys are
0: interested, be sure to go check it out. You'll get 20% off and free shipping if you use the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code fansided20 so natalie let's talk about the bachelor (laughs) bachelor nation the episode uh we always record the day after we give ourselves some time to you know decompress after the episode let it sink in a little bit so you're hearing us fresh after a night's sleep processing all of the news and what we saw last night but we got to talk about Matt James. He he put out a statement on his social media um, a few hours before the episode aired. Um, and I want to read it just because I think it's important to hear the words uh, from Matt himself. So stand with me. It's quick, I promise. But Matt tweeted, put on Instagram this statement. And it reads, The past few weeks have been some of the most challenging of my life, and while there are several episodes left of the season, it's important I take the time to address the troubling information that has come to light since we wrapped filming, including the incredibly disappointing photos of Rachel Kirkconnell and the interview between Rachel Lindsay and Chris Harrison. The reality is that I'm learning about these situations in real time, and it has been devastating and heartbreaking, to put it bluntly. Chris's failure to receive and understand the emotional labor that my friend Rachel Lindsay was taking on by graciously and patiently explaining the racist history of the antebellum South, a painful history that every American should understand intimately, was troubling and painful to watch. As black people and allies immediately knew and understood, it was a clear reflection of a much larger issue that the Bachelor franchise has fallen short on addressing adequately for years." This moment has sparked critical conversations in reporting, raised important questions, and resulted in inspiring displays of solidarity from The Bachelor Nation. It has also pushed me to reevaluate and process what my experience on The Bachelor represents, not just for me, but for all of the contestants of color, especially the Black contestants of this season and seasons past, and for you, the viewers at home. I will continue the process to process this experience, and you will hear from me more in the end. My greatest prayer is that this is an inflection point that results in real and institutional change for the better. So clearly a heartfelt emotional statement from Matt James before the episode aired last night. Natalie, what did you take of this? I didn't necessarily expect to hear from him before the episode aired.
1: Yeah, I didn't expect to hear from him like at all until the season was over because I feel like the last thing he kind of said when he was asked about the rumors was basically, you know, was vague and kind of shut it down probably because he's on the contract and everything. So I was surprised, but I think the statement he put out was really well said, well spoken and kind of touched upon many of the points, even, you know, referencing the antebellum party and like specific specific things um, in about Rachel. So I'm glad that he did that. And it just made me kind of curious for more details. And I'm glad he said, you know, that he'll be speaking out again, probably after the season when his, you know, contract is up or, you know, when he's just allowed to say spoilers and everything like that. So I don't know. I thought it was a, a great statement. And I'm just curious to see, you know, after the final rows or, you know, even way after the season's over, just what else he's going to share.
0: Yeah, no, I was really um, impressed by his poise. Um, Every week I say I could never go on national television and leave my reputation up to the producers and to, like he said, you know, watch this unfold with the rest of us. And it's like when you, you know, post something embarrassing on social media and you wake up the next morning and you have to like watch it, right? That's me and my friends on Snapchat or whatever. He's watching himself with that 2020 hindsight vision. Um, And no fault of his own, you know, Um, Mm. shame on the producers for not vetting the cast better, um, not providing a safe space to Matt James. Um, I can only imagine the pressure that, you know, unwarranted pressure being the first, you know, all this, the status and the titles that came with him being The Bachelor. Mm. He was really thrown into the ringer here. And, you know, to have to almost justify his decisions on the show, like he didn't know what he didn't know. And I really feel for him like he just seems like a genuinely good dude and he doesn't deserve the season that he's now associated with.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And I think the point in his statement where he said like he's watching it all in real time, it's like he's finding out all of these things with us. So it's like, of course, we can't fault him. I feel so terrible and it sucks. You know, like you touched upon, he's the first Black Bachelor, and this is what has come out of his season. It's really unfortunate.
0: It's unfortunate. It was supposed to be a historical season, and, you know, in a way, he mentions he hopes it's a turning point for, Mm -hmm. like, actual change. Um, But good on him, I think, for saying that he's disappointed and, you know, calling out Chris and Rachel by name, because there are so many contestants on the show that are great. And we talked about Tasha's season. There was some really, like, raw and honest conversations going on. And I loved seeing it. I loved seeing real life. And I see people on Twitter every week saying, you know, I just want to unwind and watch The Bachelor, leave these racist conversations out of it. No, that's not real life. Yeah, Those are important conversations that we need to have. Um, And it's unsettling to think that there's, you know the the Chris Harrison's of the world that still don't understand how serious these conversations and issues are in 2021 Mm -hmm. and then there's people like Matt James who have to like clean up the mess and that's not his job to do like the Chris Harrison's of the world needs to be better um so I I just want to give him a hug I'm like (laughs) so disappointed that he deserves a redo I know, I
1: agree, and I feel like, too, when we got the preview last night for the um, Women Tell All, he, he just looked, I mean, the beard was one thing. I know it's, it's gotten divisive responses, but he just looks exhausted. He looked not happy, and I'm
0: sure, like, with the outcome
1: of the season, he's not, so it's sad.
0: The beard. I There's no easy transition. Um, you know, if you listen to the podcast, obviously, we have a lot of feelings about, oh, Rachel's the things that Rachel have done have unfolded, and I don't mean to make light of something as silly as a beard, but that man did not look okay, and it's like when your friend has like the eye bags or like her roots are grown out, you're just like, what's going on? What's the real issue? He looks tired, and I, it was jarring. It was jarring. I, I love a beard, but that was like a cry for help. I was like, Matt, nah, are you okay? <laughs>
1: I agree. I'm like, I'm all for facial hair. I I love a good beard. But that was like borderline Santa. Like it's getting really long. (laughs)
0: There were two times I audibly like screened at my television last night. It was the skydiving incident that we waited for. And when he showed up on the end of the episode with that beard, because we've seen it on social, but there was something about going from, you know, in season, Matt James immediately cutting to like the aftermath of it. I was like, my dude, (laughs) oh my god what do you know that we don't is there more to this like what is going on behind closed doors
1: yeah it reminded me of like I feel like that happened with Peter too like he didn't have a beard obviously but he looked just like 10 years older by the end of it and everyone was like even though he was annoying like I feel for you because you went through something
0: here oh my god and that he did so you know I don't know what the next couple weeks are gonna bring if what the show will do. I'm truthfully surprised they haven't put out more of a statement to get out in front of, you know, trying to produce the most sincere and adequate apology or call for change. Um, But shout out Matt James, shout out all the women this season who have spoken up. Um, You know, we've seen a lot of contestants to podcasts and press the past week. Uh, Mike Johnson, who has, I don't know, he's no bullshit. Like he always has something to say um, that makes you think. And I don't know, I'm just in awe of all of these people rallying together and the solidarity that Matt talked about in his statement has just been really inspiring when it kind of feels like this show truly is rooted in the Rachel of the world. They got a lot of work to do. So are you hopeful that things will turn around?
1: I'm hopeful. I'm like cautiously hopeful. Um I want it to happen really badly obviously and I think like you said there are a, a handful of really involved people who are fighting for change. So I think that's going to make a difference. I think, you know, if Chris Harrison is really stepping down for for either good or for a very long time. Um that'll that'll start something. So I think they're on the right track and You know, everything that happened with Rachel is obviously super unfortunate, but I'm glad that it came to light and that people are reacting in the way that they are.
0: I was actually scrolling on TikTok this morning, so this might be old news if you're deep in the Reddit thread, but there were pictures of, like, Hannah Brown attending the same party. Oh, no. Yeah. So I know we're two, like, Northeast kids, like, fresh out of Jersey, but... (laughs) It's, it's just blows my mind that these parties exist. Like they are, I'm sure cringy costume parties I've attended, but they're not like rooted in, you know, antebellum South roots. Um, that dress is not somewhere in a storage box in my closet. Like I just cannot believe that this is a common theme and people, you know, ignorance is one thing, but that doesn't excuse it. And it's really, it's bizarre to me. I, I'm having trouble. I know it exists, but I'm just like, in my world, what what's going on down there? What?
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I always keep thinking too, like what was the conversation that like you put on that dress? Like people were like, all right, this is just an antebellum party and you didn't like Google what that meant. Or were they like, yeah, this is like an old South plantation party. And then like, again, you just didn't think twice about it. Like it's hard to kind of, do that without knowing what you're doing like I don't get that level of ignorance
0: yeah um I I don't have the answers (laughs) and I'm still truthfully just like mind blown um so I'm sad I again I feel for Matt I'm saying it I'm talking in circles but you know I know I say he's a boring lead he's a little flat for me but he seems like a nice guy yeah so he deserves better I, I hope that you know bachelor nation does right by him whether it's changing some of the way the show is produced um or if he finds love somewhere in this world he deserves i want to see him light up the way he lights up when he sees tyler like that's what i want for him not you know having to issue these apologies for his feelings that he didn't know it was up yeah um are we going spoiler free on this podcast or can we talk about that tweet you sent me last night Hmm. We can talk
1: about it, and then I'll just include spoilers in the description of this episode so people are warned. It's funny because I All feel right. like at this point, like most people know, but at the same time, not everyone.
0: All right, let's take it away. Sorry, do not like spoilers. Uh, fast forward sixty seconds because I want to talk about it. Natalie, what's up? We I'm watching the show, and I get a Natalie DMC tweet from Reality Steve. So again spoilers if you don't want them fast forward a little bit natalie share this information with the world as you shared with me
1: yeah so by now if you are into spoilers you know that rachel does win this season i know previously reality steve said that they didn't get engaged but they were still together after the show and then last night he kind of quote tweeted a post about matt's statement and said like if this wasn't obvious enough matt and rachel have broken up so, uh, it's like, it's probably, I mean, who am I to say it's the right move? Like, I don't know what their relationship was like post all of this stuff coming out, but it makes sense that they would break up and it
0: just makes the whole thing just even more sad for him. It does. I know to navigate this national, like reconciling for your actions on television and to handle heartbreak at the same time, mm-hmm. like, that's a lot for him. Um, again, I who are we to say how they feel and the logistics of that? But, you know, it wasn't just this one photo from, like, a sorority or whatever party. There was a lot more to the Rachel stuff, you know, tweets that she had liked and shared, conversations on family posts. Um, so it's more than just a dumb decision to attend a party mm-hmm. um, or an ignorant decision. Um, does that say people can't change? I want to think everyone can change, or- I hope the world changes. It's yeah. Ridiculous that people have these like antiquated and like heinous views. Um, but I, I think breaking up with someone who maybe doesn't quite understand um those things right off the bat, yeah. like, that's not on Matt to explain to her. That's that's not on him. That's on Rachel and other people to do the learning and the legwork themselves. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, I know. I know. I naively thought this historic season was going to be like a celebratory one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're talking about this. And I'm glad we are. For the record, I'm glad we're talking about it. Um, But I empathize and I really do feel for Matt. So we want to get into hometowns because we're down to the final four. We're going to take a quick breather. And then when we come back, we'll dive into hometowns and the episode, my favorite episode of the season, meeting the family. Hometowns are the best because I'm a nosy little being and I love <laughs> seeing what everyone's parents look like, their siblings, um, you know, how they act around their family. You get a different version of the person you're dating, right? Mm-hmm. So Tasha season, hometowns were a little cheesy. They did these, you know, mock dates around the pool at the hotel. And we kind of saw some of that last night with Matt as well. We still don't have the luxury of traveling because of COVID, but it was really cute. And they set the bar so high with Michelle and her students. How cute. Did you melt into a puddle <laughs> the way that I completely melted when they brought out her student?
1: Yes, it was so cute. And you could tell that they were all, you know, cared so much about her and were so invested in her life. The one... Um, kid had a shirt that said like team Miss Young and I was like oh my gosh like they they obviously love her like think about like you know when you're a kid and, and you're a teacher like they're so important to you you know you're with them every single day so they probably miss her so much and they're
0: so, so supportive of her so that was that was adorable um I think the the pandemic is catching up to me and I'm just like so emotional because <laughs> when the one student <laughs> was like, Miss Young wrote a note to me before I took a test, and it said something like, um, I believe in you, you can do well, like, whatever. And the student was like, Miss Young inspires me. Mr. James, yeah, how will you inspire her? And I was like, oh, my God, I was not prepared for this. Um, Just the way they idolized her. Um, you know, I talk about, she's a strong favorite. She doesn't get enough airtime. Mm-hmm. Um, she's always in the bloopers every week. Like, who's ever in the bloopers, that's your personality person. That's who you wanna like spend your life with. Mm-hmm. So I loved that. They asked like the cutest questions. You know, um, have you guys kissed yet? How many girlfriends do you have? I absolutely loved the kids. Um, I thought it was so cute.
1: Yeah, that was a really cute date idea. Um, especially because, you know, I'm sure she was doing virtual learning. So they were probably, you know, unfortunately used to doing that. Um, but it was it was really, really cute.
0: They were sweet. And also her parents were really sweet. So Michelle's from Minnesota, I believe, the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I think of like that area of the country, I think of her mom. Like her mom mm-hmm. just looks like the sweetest, gives a good hug, like Midwest mama. Um, And they were really sweet. I appreciated, um, you know, how kind they were. It felt like sincere conversations. But I don't know if you were as confused as I was. When Michelle suddenly was, like, talking about kind of maybe, like, a traumatic time in her life two Mm -hmm. years ago, and they just skimmed over it. Yeah. Like, did I miss something in the narrative this season, or did it just not get airtime because we watched a bunch of girls bully each other for, you know, six weeks
1: yeah it definitely just if they recorded a conversation or they filmed a conversation of them talking about it it was definitely cut because I saw people too on my timeline being like what happened two years ago like someone tell me um like you said Michelle just doesn't get enough screen time definitely because she's not problematic enough um so which sucks because, like, not only do I want to know, like, what happened in her past, I just want to know more about her. She's awesome. So I was also just very, very confused.
0: I was like, uh, <laughs> nothing. No one's going to give me any context. Like, all right, <laughs> I guess we'll just watch her family play basketball, which I love. That was also super cute. Um, so it solidified, I think, her spot in my favorite. Um, but it bothered me that, you know, Asia's season was so candid about, like, you know, like, mental health issues and I felt like we were classic women were just spent like made to look crazy and arguing with each Mm -hmm. other all season we didn't get the same narrative um in the way that we praised a lot of the men on Tayshia's season for talking about their experiences so I got beef with the producers what else is new (laughs) (laughs) but the date I was truthfully most excited for was Rachel and for skydiving incident because we got a teaser for that last week girl that was a hard fall I was not prepared for that I thought it might have been a stunt double or something that was a hard fall
1: yeah that was insane like I literally gasped even though I did see it in the in the teaser last week like she slammed her head into the grass that was really bad I don't know how like she didn't rip a tooth out or something
0: like that was really bad I can't believe her nose wasn't broken. That instructor needs to get fired. Like, how did he just body roll on top of her? And then also, you know, again, it's all TV. Maybe they rehearsed it a few times. Who knows? But the way like Matt ran over there, I'm like, where's the paramedics? Like, I know. Nobody. Where's her helmet? Like, what all these like weird factors that's kind of like the grass in her hair. Like, she had to have been King There's no way she wasn't King
1: I know. Seriously. Yeah. I feel like I kept seeing like memes about it. Like the hair and makeup came faster than the paramedics. It's like, was she checked out at all? Like, I don't think so. They didn't. I mean, obviously, I it, they could have it could have happened. And then they would have been like, this was boring. Let's cut it out. But at the same time, I feel like they treated it as not a big deal. And so did she kind of I feel like though she was trying to like brush it off, like, nothing to see here. It's fine. But it like that
0: looked bad. I think I would have been so embarrassed even though it wasn't her fault. Right. Like, I could just picture myself being so embarrassed in front of like this guy that I'm trying to marry but still knew that that would mask any of the physical pain like the adrenaline of trying to like look chill and put together. Um she held it together pretty well. I was mm-hmm. impressed. Um I want to I want to scoop on that but I don't know if we'll be hearing from her for a while. <laughs> yeah, I agreed. oh man yeah there was one too many uh that's karma on my twitter timeline yesterday oh my gosh yeah i was just like the internet is ruthless it's a ruthless place i know. Um, but apparently so are some of the parties that rachel attends anyway um (laughs) let's talk a little bit about brie because her date was cute as well um they did off-roading and a picnic nothing um too crazy or too out of the ordinary But I loved her little chat about family and how, you know, her family looks a little different than what Matt might be expecting. She brought her mom and her best friend. And again, maybe I just wasn't over the students, but I got a little teary eyed over that as well. I'm getting soft as the season goes on. (laughs) Um, The season goes on and I'm in Chicago snow. Yeah. but, um, (laughs) But that was me. I really, really liked that.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I feel like I Michelle's parents were definitely my favorite, I think, because they were just so just so adorable. But Bree's mom, I loved her so much, too. She was so supportive. And just like, everything she said was just like, Yep, that's an amazing mom. Like, that's the person you want in your life.
0: Yeah, she seemed like she would have your back. Um, it was funny when she was like, you know, they were asking that like, what he's been doing? He's Like, <laughs> dating your daughter and I was like okay buddy slow (laughs) down a little bit this is not the time to get into it with the mom Yeah, Um, it was sweet and again seeing these women interact with their parents and kind of like express doubt or concerns I think it brings me back down to reality for a little bit when they're not just you know I'm always rolling my eyes when they're in the confessionals, seeing, like, I'm in love with him, and it's, you know, night one. I'm like, okay, come on. You want camera time. But seeing these raw mm-hmm. moments with their parents I think is really sweet. Um, did we like Serena P's date, the Canadian <laughs> food tour, whatever that was?
1: I I liked it only because I feel like she was, like, thriving. Like, it really brought out, like, the fun side of her, which last week we didn't really get to see because of her awkward-as-hell date. But I think she was really, really, like, living for it. She was being adorable. She was, like, smiling ear to ear the entire time, like, showing that, like, these Canadian foods or Canadian slang. So it was kind of, of course, this like, a makeshift date because of the restrictions they have. But I thought that, you know, she made up for it cause she was being so cute.
0: She was. She is cute. And mm-hmm. I love when she wears her hair curly. Mm-hmm. I love her curly hair. Um, and I like when... She does this thing where, like, during the day it'll be straight and then at night it's curly. I don't know. Weird Serena Pete <laughs> fangirl moment right here. Love the curly hair. It was a cute date. And I agree with you. It kind of like showcased her personality. Um, but I knew she was out after the, the yoga date. Like, there was no bouncing back for me. Um, mm-hmm. You could just tell she doesn't feel comfortable with him. Um, yeah. And obviously that was weighing on her. Um, and I don't think I was like fully prepared for. emotional Matt was going to be when Serena kind of started to express that she was having doubts and you know you're not my person. I didn't really see a connection with Matt and her. So for him to get as worked up as he did, that really caught me off guard. Same, yeah.
1: He was legit like crying and everything, which I was not expecting. Like of course I was expecting him to be, you know, disappointed, but when he when she told him that, you know, he wasn't the person for her, he was just silent for like five seconds and it was hard to watch because I was like, is he going to like get mad at her or something? Like I was nervous for a second. Um, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense that he was into that much only because he did give her two one on one dates. But I also didn't really see that connection with them. So I was surprised And I'm wondering now with the remaining, is he go- like, is he going to be that upset? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I like I was so caught off guard by how emotional he was. He was like, you know, there's a reason I've spent so much time with mm-hmm. you, and I was like, okay, but I've never noticed you like have a connection. Like you guys are cute together, sure, but I've never, you know, seen your eyes light up in a way that I'm like, I buy into this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it caught me off guard. And then I love when they do, you know, the rose ceremonies where there's enough roses for everyone. Like, what is the point of that? So dumb. So, So dumb. So obviously Serena, you know, says this isn't for me. I'm going home, whatever. Um, And we have the rose ceremony and the remaining women, uh, Brie, Rachel and Michelle are like, where is she? Is she coming? And Matt walks in and is like, I'm looking to get engaged. I'm like, are you? I still don't believe you. I still don't (laughs) believe you. Yeah.
1: It kind of felt like he was just, like, so taken off guard by Serena leaving. He, like, came in being like, you guys still like me, right? Like, think about, like, do you you still like me? Think about it before you accept this rose. And then, like, two seconds later, he starts giving them roses. Like, I don't think they had time to think about it, but okay.
0: That's so – that is, like, the best description of how it felt watching it. He was, like, doubting everything. And I can imagine, too, like, even if you're not an egotistical person – having all these women like vying for you and then suddenly be told that I'm going to leave. And we've seen a couple of those exits this season. Like this wasn't, Serena wasn't the first person to leave on her own accord. So, you know, maybe it starting to weigh on him a little bit. Like, Oh my God, maybe things are one-sided or I am misreading the situation, but he definitely, you could tell he was shook. You could really tell it was unsettling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I can only imagine, too, when you're at that stage, like he apparently was so sure about her, even though we didn't see that. Like, it's probably, you know, really heartbreaking. And just like, you have to rethink the whole situation now. And I can't help but wonder, like, who he would have sent home if Serena didn't go home.
0: Okay, I was gonna ask you, because he clearly made it sound like Serena was getting a rose. Yeah, who got the pity rose? That would be messing me up so bad who got the pity rose I I can't I don't know do you have any it's not Rachel
1: yeah um, I Michelle and Brie I think it was Brie and I think even like she was the last one to get the rose and she kind of said to the camera like well if I was a third person to get the rose like why basically like what what is he you know what does he want with me kind of thing which is valid like Especially when you're down to this many ladies, like, three, it's it's terrifying. I would be, like, double, like, questioning everything, overthinking, like, every single move, every word said to me. It's a tough space to be in, and, like, we've said a million times, like, we wouldn't do it, so <laughs>
0: kudos to them. I'm always like, blah, 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 Here's are my unwarranted opinion, but gold star, because I could never do it.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Uh, yeah, so I think it was free as well. Um... And of course, you know the teasers for the the next few weeks episodes. It's all tears. It's all dramas. I can't do this. It's tears, tears, tears. So getting down to it, it's intense. But of course, I'm so excited for Women Tell All. Same, yeah. So I guess that's next week,
1: and then so we're only going to get one episode next week, right? So then Fantasy Suites will be the week after that. Really drawing drawing the season out. <laughs> Even they like skipped so much and like Rush sent seven women home in one night and then it's like all right now we got you know a few weeks to blow here um yeah the women tell all is going to be so toxic and I'm here for it
0: I am too I hope that we get a lot of drama for entertainment purposes of course but also I don't want like an hour of screaming at my television I hope it's controlled chaos that's my request I know it's already you know been produced whatever but <laughs> My hope is that it's controlled chaos. We saw a lot of uh, Queen Victoria in the preview last night. I'm not that excited to hear her, you know, excuses for just being a nightmare of a human on the show. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And
1: it sucks because every I feel like every, all the drama that came out of the season was because of her until she left. So every woman is going to have something to say to her. So she's going to be the star of the show, like no doubt about it.
0: Uh, her, I think Katie, of course, will be another hard hitter, because um, they were kind of always in the in the mix, if yeah. you will. But the drama, I was kind of like, okay, what, what closure do I need from the fights or the drama? i like, they didn't really fight over anything. It was this you yeah. know, fake feud of like new girls versus old girls, um, or being a bully. And it's like, are you really going to, in the aftermath of this, go on and justify being rude as a grown adult woman I don't know so I'm curious what's gonna unfold
1: yeah yeah you're so right especially like with Victoria there were there wasn't really like a fight it was just her saying like calling everyone names and being ridiculously rude for no reason so it's like from the previews it doesn't look like she's gonna apologize so I feel like it's just gonna go in a circle until Chris Harrison is like all right well that's enough and then that's it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's our
0: show on Chris yeah. Harrison, the most hated man in Bachelor Nation at the moment. Yep. Um, I know I saw some people spiraling on Reddit and Twitter being like, they shouldn't even air it because Chris Harrison gets so much air time. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Mostly because what's done is done. But also if, you know, he's stepping away, but he's getting airtime next week. Is that really stepping away? It just seems like one big messy contradiction.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is really confusing. And I'm just, I can't wait until they announce what's going on with the after the final row. It's like, at this point, I feel like they might not even have it, which would be such a robbery for fans. But like, they need to figure their shit out, because just get a host. And then, of course, they're going to have to have a segment about all the controversy, which they should. And then they can get into Matt. So they need to do it. But at this point, I'm like, I don't know if they're going to really pull everything together in time.
0: No, they've dropped the ball and that ball has rolled down the hill and (laughs) it's down in the gutter. Like, there's no, they've wasted time not really making a fix. You know, Chris Harrison stepping away and saying, whoopsies is not a fix, Bachelor Nation. So I'm disappointed. Uh, I saw a tweet yesterday that did make me giggle. It was like Miss Young's students for after the final rows. So <laughs> I wouldn't mind some questions from her little elementary schoolers about uh, what is going on this season. But who knows? Um, like you said, we're just waiting. We're waiting for mm-hmm. some answers, for some closure. Um, but I've never said this. My heart goes out to Matt James. Like that poor man. I called him boring. I called him flat. <laughs> And now I'm just like, we see bits of that personality. We've seen it on social. And like, I just, I want him to be that goofy person and not deal, have to deal with all of this. He didn't sign up for this.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I feel like after this, he's going to take kind of like this Tyler C route of being like never on the show again. I'm on to bigger and better things. I did it, whatever. And I I would be the
0: same way. Like I wouldn't want to come back. Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's no secret. I think people are starting to speak up. Um, I don't really understand the logistics of, like, any NDAs that they sign or contracts. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm hoping that maybe this sparks some, some outreach. Because um, there's strength in numbers, another cliche for you all. Um, but I think that no one wants to be the first person to speak out. But we've seen some people, social media is a crazy, powerful tool. So mm-hmm. um, what did you say, cautiously optimistic? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I think that's, I'm also with you, cautiously optimistic, um, but demanding better because this is a fun show to watch. It's a fun group activity. It's something that I think having that community space when we're all, you know, locked up, not locked up, locked inside, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been nice to have a sense of community and to think that it's not a community that's safe for everyone is just really disappointing. So I hope they do better. I hope we get some drama next week. Uh, Any closing thoughts here, Natalie, as we wrap it up this week? Uh, Just so many unanswered
1: questions. I'm just curious to see what what happens next on, on the actual
0: season and just for the franchise. Yeah, it's wild. It's definitely been an interesting experience this season watching things unfold in real time, like Matt said in his statement. Hopefully we get some answers, some closure, and more importantly, some change. Uh, I think that's going to do it all for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you join us. Next week, we record after every episode of The Bachelor. We're talking all things Bachelor Nation. Uh, join us. Go like, listen, subscribe, all the fun podcast stuff. Um, we'll talk to you guys soon.